This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 356 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. And today we have Dr. Lindsay Persglove. Now she is with Swimtastic Swim School located in Naples, Fort Myers and Cape Coral. Lindsay, how you doing? Good. Thank you for having me. Oh, thrilled to have you. And I want to learn more because, you know, our background, well, you may not know this, but both Barb and I, we were in the health club business and we had pools galore. And um, our last location actually had five swimming pools. And needless to say, you know, uh, swim safety and swim lessons and all that was a really important component for us up in Pennsylvania. So I'm even more excited to to get to know you here and what you guys do uh, via this podcast interview. So let's start with Swimtastic Swim School. Tell us what you guys are doing. So at Swimtastic Swim Schools, we offer swim lessons six months through adults, and we focus on water adaptation, water safety, and then learn to swim. So we're going to take swimmers from beginners to winners and make them, you know, safe and lifelong swimmers. Um, Swimtastic is a franchise brand of Streamline Brands, which houses Swimtastic, Safe Splash, Swim Labs, and Safety Swim. Um, so we're worldwide, you know, over 150 locations, 7 million lessons plus taught at a company level. So I was super excited to bring it to Southwest Florida with my three locations. And then we have our partners with Tier, so some of the best swim products through Tier. And then we're the official swim school of USA Swimming. So we do a lot with, um, you know, competitive swimming and getting, getting swimmers ready at all levels. Wow. Wow. That's yeah. exciting. I, it's super exciting. And it's super exciting to bring that to Southwest Florida because um, we're the only swim school that is the official swim school of USA Swimming. And uh, we're partnered with Olympic swimmer, swimmer Missy Franklin. And uh, so it, it's a lot of resources that we get to bring through our swim schools and to our customers and to our swim families. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So how long have you been in the area? Uh, we opened in 2017. So we're coming up on four years. And that's what brought me back to Southwest Florida was the chance to do the swim schools here. And where were you prior? Oh, I was in Texas doing my doctoral work, which is where I started teaching with this company. And then I went to Indiana to become a professor of sport management at Ball State University. Wow. And uh, I didn't like the cold so much and I missed the water. And I had this opportunity to come back to Florida and, you know, come home kind of. And yeah. uh, so I jumped on it. Good for you. Good for you. So, um, yeah. And, and I'll tell you, personally, for me, if I'm going to be in water, no better place to be in water than in Florida because, man, uh, up in Pennsylvania, ah, even though even if the water was warm, it still was a killer getting out of the pool. So <laughs> we're so spoiled here. I love it. Like, I'm with you. <laughs> oh, man. So why the swim school? You know, what was your journey like getting into the swim business? So I actually started as a swim instructor when I was in high school, like 20 years ago. Now I I can't wow. believe it's been so long. Um, and I was always teaching. We coach for Special Olympics. It's just all these opportunities that came with swimming. And I loved the water anyways. I was never a competitive swimmer, but I was just always, you know, in the water, around the water. So working in the water was like, oh my gosh, I get to be a swim instructor and work with kids and teach and, and build their skills. Um, so that was, 
and the next step was just, you know, one day I wanted to own swim schools. And I thought that was kind of a dream for, you know, later on in life. Uh, but it came sooner. And, and mm. so I jumped on it. Um, but yeah, becoming a sport business owner, I mean, it would aligned with everything I was doing with my sport management research and, you know, my academic work and then becoming a professor and, you know, doing internship programs for my students and my research agenda. I mean, I was able to take all that mentoring that I did as a professor and put it into my staff. So we do internship programs for the high school kids and the college kids. And most of my staff is college age. So I'm like, let me help you, you know, if you need help with your work or what it looks like to build out a resume, you know, enrich my staff. And then they take care of our lessons and our swim family. It's just been a really great momentum from going from the classroom back to sport industry. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's great. How about from a myth standpoint, I guess when it comes to swim lessons, uh, what do you hear and, and what can you share that would be helpful for our listeners? Yeah. So one of the first myths that we always get is that swim lessons are just for kids, for babies, um, which is true. Drowning is the leading cause of death, you know, accidental death mm. for the five and under population. Um, but anybody can learn to swim at any time. Um, so we do have a lot of adults that come swim with us and we always hear adults say, oh, I should have learned to swim a long time ago. And it, it's not necessarily the case because it wasn't, you know, swim lessons might not have yeah. been available or they couldn't afford it or, you know, there's all kinds of barriers. So that's the biggest one that I tell people is that you can take swim lessons at any time. And then the second to that is that, you know, well, it's a one and done situation. You can learn to swim and, you know, I've seen some companies say five lessons and then you're good. That's not true. Your body is going to change your muscle tone, your weight, the kinesiology of you is going to change through your whole life. It's a sport like anything else. You have to practice. You have to keep those muscles going. So I tell people, especially young kids, refresh them constantly, swim mm. year round, you know, keep getting in the water, get back into lessons. Even when people tell me, oh, I know how to swim and I get them in the water. And that is, I mean, it's not what I consider safe swimming. Um, and it's not a form. It's not something that they could sustain, like if they were out in the ocean or something. So we have those conversations of what swimming and, you know, smooth, safe swimming would look like, what swimming looks like in the pool, what it looks like in the ocean or a lake or an emergency situation. Um, so those are, those are the two big ones and that just aligns with our mission to create yeah. lifelong swimmers. Yeah, that's really good advice. I've, I've not heard that before, but that makes a heck of a lot of sense. You know, our body changes. I, I mean, I know from, from just my kinesiology background and, and health club background that we lose muscle mass as we get older. So your strength changes in many cases. And, uh, if you don't keep up with it and you really need it at some point you want to make sure you're prepared so wow good good so yeah you, you definitely want to keep practicing and yeah it's mm -hmm. very important for water safety and get the little ones safe but there's a whole lifetime cycle of swimming that has to happen yeah. um because nobody's drown proof you know children drown five and under that's the leading cause but that just as many adults are drowning per year as well mainly because of like accident and like cardiac arrest or something in the water swimming alone boating accidents. There's mm -hmm. still a lot of people, we're talking hundreds of thousands of people a year that drown 
that right. could have possibly been prevented had they kept their swim skills up and what the latest techniques are, the latest curriculum updates or how to get safe in a certain situation. And we can do that. Um, yeah. So it's, it's super important. Part yeah. of our mission. Great, great mes message. Thank you for sharing that, Lindsay. How about when you're uh, not working, what are you doing for fun? Uh, fun. Um, I like to have fun, so that's important, but um, I'm usually out in the water. I'm trying to be in the pool. I take a water aerobics class, um, and then as soon as I'm out and about in my swim-tastic gear, everybody's asking me about swim lessons or water safety or, um, you know, how can they get involved. So even on my, on my fun time, um, I'm still talking about swim lessons or I'm doing sport management research or I'm trying to write grants for our scholarship programs, um, you know, getting in that family fun time and friends and and yeah. my dogs too. I have two dogs that are oh, nice. very special to me too. So uh, it's, it's definitely, it's a, it's a fun time, but when, when there's free time, I definitely yeah. try to try to capitalize on it. Now you get the dogs out and go for a swim at times. Yes. Yeah, totally. Fun, fun, fun. About from a challenge, Lindsay, or hardship standpoint, looking back in life, you know, what comes to mind something that you were able to get, on the other side of that hardship uh, that you now say I'm better for it. I'm stronger. Um, I, well, as a business owner, when we first opened um, in Southwest Florida, hurricane Irma happened mm. like a month after um, <laughs> we opened maybe a couple months after we had a summer and then Irma happened and um we had to close for a month, you know, about a month when Irma happened and I had to close down one of my locations uh, after Irma happened. And I, I was devastated. I felt like such a failure. And here we are, we're a brand new business and we're closed a month and, you know, all that revenue and the, the loss of the marketing. It was just like my whole world was coming to an end over Irma. And then, you know, joke was on me, 2020 COVID happened. And um, so not to say I was prepared for COVID, nobody was, but when that shutdown happened, you know, knowing that we had already shut down once because of a hurricane, I kind of was a little bit more calm in the fact of we can get through a closure. We can keep, you know, my staff engaged and, and take care of them and get our swim families squared away. So it was kind of, you know, Hurricane Irma was a bad thing because we had to shut down, but that shutdown and what that looked like kind of prepared us for what was to come with COVID. Yeah. Um, so, so it was like a blessing in disguise, I guess, looking back at it. Um, but that's probably my hardest business struggle to date was these closures from Irma and COVID. And um, we're just, we're so lucky to be back open and keeping going and, and knowing that my swim families were safe during the closure for COVID and Irma, anytime we shut down and we can't do our water safety in the community, or we can't get information out to the parents or the first thing I think about is, Oh my gosh, I hope the drowning rate doesn't go up. Yeah. Right. Cause people yeah. are around their pools, their home, they're locked down. And luckily we got, we got through no problem. Yeah. Um, and all our swim families stayed safe and, and remembered everything that we were talking about and, and stuff like that. So it, you know, it was a good, good experience for that too. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, you know, as a business owner, you just never know where uh, that journey is going to take you. And uh, you know, it's, it's back to that 
you know, I, I always joke with our business owner uh, interviewees, you know, it, it takes, I think, a missing piece of DNA to get into business for yourself to begin with, uh, because there are just so many unknowns. And, and just when you think you have it figured out, you know, here comes the monster hurricane and, and changes every, everything and or a pandemic or who knows what next. But I know. And those disasters, I mean, when Irma happened, you know, I never knew that I was going to have to apply for relief at that point. And then trying to figure out how to offset some of the costs for families. So we started our scholarship program. And Mm -hmm. now with COVID, it's just gotten bigger. That need is growing and growing and and trying to become an expert on any relief packages that are changing all the time, Mm -hmm. Um, which Yep. I plan for A, B, and C as a business owner, and I always get X, Y, Z. That's what I say. Um, <laughs> it just always happens. And I'm, I know I'm not alone in that. And I'm very grateful to be back open and be a business owner. It's, yeah. it's a great experience and helping the community is huge for me. That's it. Yeah. But yeah, totally with on the joke that planning and no, nope. <laughs> never happens that way. I love it. I love it. So how about one thing you wish our listeners knew about your company? What would that be? Um, so what I really want them to know is that even if you're not going to take swim lessons with us or take swim lessons, period, because some people still believe in just the sink or swim mentality of we'll just throw them in and they'll figure it out, which <laughs> I do not recommend at all. Swimming <laughs> should not be a traumatic experience like yeah. that. Um, but even though I am a business, we are partnered with nonprofits in the area to run our scholarship programs. So one of the biggest struggles that families have of getting water safe is they can't afford it or they don't have access to the program. Well, now we're here, so they have access. And with financial things like whether it's a hurricane or COVID, we have a lot of families that need scholarship support. Um, so we're kind of running the swim schools as a nonprofit in that aspect, which people are like, Oh my gosh, really? Seriously? That's what you're doing. Um, and yeah, I, I, my goal is to get everyone water safe and safe Southwest Florida and never to have, never ever have to turn a family away because they can't pay for swim lessons. So if somebody doesn't want to take swim lessons or they care about the population here and the kids and the adults, um, I strongly encourage them to at least donate to our nonprofits and our drowning prevention efforts. Um, Those dollars can stay here locally or they can go nationwide depending on where you're at. Um, But yeah, all of our programming, our scholarships, our educational water safety courses, that's all funded through donations. So um, if anybody's interested, uh, we partner with Hope Floats Foundation and you can go on their website and you can market for Swimtastic Swim Schools in Southwest Florida. And then that money goes 100% back to our swim families that need financial assistance. And then we partner with Florida Drowning Prevention Foundation. Um, They do swim scholarships and they do an event called Aquaball every year to raise awareness for water safety. Um, Safe and Healthy Children's Coalition of Collier County through NCH. We work, um, we volunteer on their Drowning Prevention uh, Foundation Coalition and, and we do all the water safety um, efforts with them. And then Safe Kids of Southwest Florida is another one. Um, and they do, uh, they do a lot with um, all kinds of child safety, but we're in the drowning prevention efforts there wow. as well. And then USA Swimming, our partner, <laughs> they do grants also for scholarships. So the scholarship part of it has become a big part of my business because I don't want to have to turn anyone away. And people are like blown away that there's so much drowning prevention efforts going on 
specifically here in Southwest Florida with my partners that I just mentioned, but even nationwide, I mean, USA Swimming alone is doing stuff, you know, not just to get people to the Olympic level, but to get these kids in the water and get them safe. And um, so, yeah, we're, we're on a mission. We're going. So yeah, if you guys want to help or volunteer, there's, there's plenty to do in water safety. Terrific, terrific. Well, that's what the Good Neighbor Podcast is all about. You know, sharing this important information. Uh, I, I didn't even know it existed. I'm sure yeah. many of our listeners are going, "Oh my goodness, it, it makes so much sense." But, geez, uh, you know. So, I encourage our listeners to contribute, and uh, and certainly for those of you who need to update your strokes uh, and 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 or have children, oh my goodness, you know, get a hold of Lindsay. And I know Lindsay. We have listeners who want to do just that. So what's the best way for them to reach you? So they can go to our website, swimtastic.com, and they can register right online and then pick a class time and we'll see them at the pool. And then, um, you know, any support like us on Facebook, each location has a Facebook page. We have an Instagram page, Pinterest, TikTok, we're all over the place. Um, so yeah, you can send us a, a DM on Instagram or on Facebook and that that comes to us. Or you can email at lperseglove at swimtastic.com. And I, I would love to talk to you. And and we need swim instructors. So if anybody wants to teach yeah. at any time, we'll train you and get you certified. And we can, you know, drop you in the pool. It's a really fun time. We, we have a lot of instructor need too. So yeah, yeah. And what a great job. I know, I know we... Uh... Back with our health clubs, we got a lot of, we were in a college town, so it was a great, you know, part-time position for a lot of college students and even even the high schoolers uh, participated. But I mean, down here, I, do, you, do you get many uh, instructors who are retired and looking for uh, a way to um, help out? I've had a few that want to come in and volunteer and yeah. uh, I, I can. We start at 16 or higher, and yeah. but I just need a consistent schedule. So sometimes... Yeah my retirees uh, have other things going on, but, uh, yeah, uh, but, yeah, golf course. yeah they want to be on the golf course and enjoying life too. So I get it, but yeah, um, there's a huge shortage in the aquatics industry for instructors. So it sounds like your two pals are ready for their swim. I know dogs. That's enough. Sorry. <laughs> That's great. Um, but yeah, so the aquatics industry as a whole needs lifeguards and swim instructors and yeah. we are no different. Um, so we have about 10 instructors across three locations right now. And yeah. I could use probably about five more um, yeah. so much that I'm teaching again. And I love teaching, but I, I still have a business to run. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and dogs to take care of. <laughs> and dogs to take care of. So, uh, yeah, they were, yeah, they were supposed to be quiet. They didn't get that memo. Well, um, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you again for sharing this important information. Look, looking forward to, uh, watching your growth in the future here and hurricanes be damn. I know why uh, you're going to just, the next one, just blow it in the opposite direction because we need you and, and keep doing what you're doing. Oh, thank you so much. And thank you for the support. And hopefully we'll see you guys at the pool. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.